I want, I want, I want me, 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 mine, 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 now, now, now. You know you're responsible for what you hear. You know you're responsible for what you hear. Welcome to Thoughts from a Hairy Head, the weekly podcast where I talk about, well, whatever happens to be bouncing around inside my head at the moment, but mostly focusing on constitutional issues and political decentralization. This is episode 92 of Thoughts from a Hairy Head, and I appreciate you tuning in. This week, I'm going to talk about the absurdity of red team, blue team politics. Before I dig into our subject for today, I just wanted to remind everybody that I do have a free ebook available and you can download it. I will actually put the link on the show notes page for you. And the book is called The Power of No. And it's a very short introductory look at nullification and how we can use state action to limit federal authority. So if you're interested in such things and you haven't downloaded the ebook yet, you can do so at michaelmeharry.com. And again, I will put the link in the show notes page. All you have to do is trade me your email address. So really can't beat that. So the latest brouhaha to rock the political world was... Donald Trump's firing of FBI Director James Comey. Uh, It's created a complete and total freakout and meltdown inside the Beltway. And, uh, I mean, I have to be honest, I haven't really followed uh, this probably as closely as some of you have. I don't tend to pay a whole lot of attention to what's going on in Washington, D.C., because most of it's stupid. But certainly, Trump... Firing Comey was politically motivated, and it certainly doesn't look good to fire somebody who may be investigating you. But the thing I don't understand is why anybody is shocked by this. It's like, oh my gosh, a politician may have done something corrupt. Really? I mean, this is surprising. This is what politicians do. What is surprising to me is that anybody puts any faith at all in any of these awful people. A friend of mine on Facebook, and he's a progressive, he he made a comment, oh, so Hillary would have been just as bad, right? Well, yeah, Hillary would have been just as bad. Again, this is what politicians do. They are corrupt. When they act corrupt, it's, it's like a leopard. You know, you don't expect a leopard to change its spots, as the old saying goes. But anyway, so Trump fired Comey, and everybody's freaked out, especially the progressives. It's been a complete meltdown on the left. In fact, I've actually seen several uh, articles and Facebook posts from progressives talking about how this could be a constitutional crisis. Well, yeah, there's a constitutional crisis, but it's not like that started on November 8, 2016. I mean, 
Donald Trump isn't the first person to do something constitutionally dubious. After all, Barack Obama was running around bombing countries without any authorization. It's not like that's in the Constitution. But, of course, the left didn't care about that because that was their guy. You know, when President Bush was running the wars, oh, that's horrible and it's unconstitutional and immoral. But once Barack Obama took the reins and it became progressive wars, then it was all fine and dandy and the anti-war left just evaporated. And, and therein lies the absurdity with this blue team, red team politics that we have in the United States. And we're seeing it vividly played out with this Comey thing. You know, uh, I remember not too long ago, all of the progressives and the left, they were all screaming, we got to fire Comey because he's horrible because he was investigating Hillary Clinton and he may have caused Hillary Clinton the election. But today, Comey's great and he needs to be the FBI director forever. Jeez, I mean, it's just ridiculous. And, and you know, of course, I'm picking on progressives a little bit, but it's not only the progressives that play this stupid game. The uh, right is just as bad and uh, just as hypocritical. A week or so ago, the Tenth Amendment Center posted an article, uh, it was on the Mises Wire, about a bill in Colorado that would have prohibited state and local police from helping with the enforcement of any federal laws that violate rights protected by the Colorado State Constitution. And, of course, this was primarily aimed at stopping state and local police from assisting the feds in enforcing marijuana laws, since weed is legal in the state. So, you know, Trump's been threatening to uh, crack down, or actually not really Trump per se, but Jeff Sessions, the AG, you know, this threatened to crack down on states with uh, legal marijuana because the federal government wants to maintain its ridiculous prohibition. Uh, so Colorado was preemptively looking at passing a law that would prohibit state and local police from cooperating with this. And of course, you know, the dirty little secret is if the state and local police don't cooperate with the federal government, the federal government can't really enforce anything. It requires state and local assistance. So this would have had a pretty strong effect in the state of Colorado. Of course, this bill could have gone beyond just marijuana. In fact, somebody pointed out that it could conceivably authorize sanctuary cities. So this made some people on the right pretty unhappy. I mean, here we had a state that was trying to limit federal power, but people on the right didn't like it because it was limiting federal power on the wrong policies. See, it's all about policies. It's not about constitutional consistency. It's about how we're applying the policy. So people on the right who would have loved this bill when Barack Obama was president, all of a sudden they don't like it. In fact, one person on the Tenth Amendment Center Facebook page said, if you don't think the state should help with illegal immigration, you're the one with insane beliefs. The shit that happened to Lavoie Finicum is different. The state should have stopped that. Now, Lavoie Finicum, if you remember, he was the guy that the uh, federal agents gunned down in Oregon uh, when the, uh, the group of people was holding the wildlife refuge, you know, the little federal building, uh, quote-unquote hostage, and he ended up being shot. So when we try to limit the federal government in ways that the right likes, then yeah, the state should do that. But, you know, if, if the state tries to limit federal power in ways that people on the right don't like, well, you know, that's not cool. Now, real quick, let me just touch on this whole immigration enforcement thing. And I, I talked about this in depth in my last podcast, but I want to reiterate this point. 
A lot of people don't seem to understand that whether the state should help with immigration enforcement isn't really relative. They don't have to. The separation of powers inherent in the Tenth Amendment means that the federal government cannot direct states as to how to use their personnel and resources. If they want to use them to assist with immigration enforcement, they can. In fact, Texas has passed a bill that would require all cities and all counties to do it. But the feds can't make them. Whether a given policy is good or bad for the state is up to the state, not Washington, D.C. But sadly, a lot of Republicans and so-called conservatives don't really care about the Constitution or the Tenth Amendment or separation of powers. They don't really care about limiting the federal government. They just want their preferred policies enforced, no matter what. And this frustrates the fire out of me. And I guess probably, you know, part of the reason it frustrates me so much is I used to be one of the red teamers. I was a hardcore red teamer. I mean, I loved Rush Limbaugh and and whatever the Republicans did, that was good. And whatever the Democrats did, that was bad. And now I look back and I say, Mike, that was so stupid because it's not about the red team or the blue team. It's not about these individual policies. It's about limiting centralized government. Centralized government is the gravest threat to our liberty. I don't care whether it's left-wing centralized government or right-wing centralized government. We don't need centralized government. And sometimes that means letting states or localities do things that maybe we don't approve of. Because you know what? That's their choice. And if we don't like it, ultimately we can go someplace else. But when you have centralized authority, there's no place else to go. Limit federal power every time. Well, that's it for this episode of Thoughts from a Hairy Head. We're another 10 minutes closer to freedom. I really appreciate you listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, do me a favor and spread the word. And feel free to send me any thoughts or ideas at michael.meharry at 10th And if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, I don't know what you're waiting for. You can head over to iTunes and do it for free. Thanks again for listening, and I'll talk to you next time.